Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Sunday, April 19th, 2021, and the Red Wings came back down to earth on Saturday night. And by came back down to earth, I mean crashed, uh, crash landing, nose first, uh, machinery evaporated, uh, carrier completely gone, just gone from the earth. They no longer exist. That's how badly they got uh, beaten to the ground by the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday night. We're going to hear, we're going to kind of discuss it. We're going to discuss some more like trends that, that I noticed in this game specifically, or that we noticed in this game specifically uh, and, you know, have kind of been applicable uh, to the entire season. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about some exciting news regarding some young prospects that I think you guys are going to be pretty excited about if you haven't heard about it already. And then we're going to close the season with over-unders, only 10 games left uh, in this season. So we are going to uh, close the show with that, have a little bit of fun, and uh, ease on into this week. It was a a bit of a hectic week last week with the trade deadline. So going to try and Take it easy to start this one. Uh, I am Detroit Sports Editor Nolan Bianchi. With me today, as always, is longtime Red Wings fan and a kidney stone survivor, Ethan Smith. Ethan, what's going on? How's it going, co-co-host? It's going good. Hungover. That's a bummer. Again, with the low energy. And we've got Scotty Bentley, whose energy never lets me down. Here we go. Sports Encyclopedia, Twitter favorite, uh, host of the Bentley show and co-host of the lockdown Red Wings podcast, Scotty Bentley. That was, that was maybe my best intro ever. I was like, you were announcing me to, uh, to like be a fighter in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty electric. That was pretty electric. Oh, producer Brian. Welcome. Also producer Brian to the show. I, I also, I just realized my microphone wasn't plugged in. So hopefully it's not quite a little bit better now. Um, I also take exception to that, Ethan, because I used to get hyped. And then you just never followed through. And then I just look like a jackass. So then I had to (laughs) knock it off. Uh, Boys, what a tough game on Saturday. What a tough, tough little, uh, tough little four nothing piece there. Yeah. The Red Wings not only get shut out, but in, in, in that, the biggest story that comes out of it is uh, a whopping 0 for 6 mark on the power play. Uh, just as bad as it gets the power play, like throughout this, this last little run of success where they've gotten some wins, uh, you know, against the Lightning, against the Hurricanes, uh, against the Blackhawks, against some of the better teams. Well, I guess everybody in the division is a better team than them. Uh, against some of the better teams in the division, uh, one thing that's kind of gone under the radar is actually how bad the power play has been. Uh, I'll have a number on that in just a second, but uh, what do you think about that, Scott? Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it, we started off a little bit at the beginning of the year. We thought that we were – we were almost on pace to have like a historically bad power play at one point, you know, what, three weeks into the season, uh, it was looking like we were going to, going to pull an all timer. So it, it sadly not news, but yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, ha- has been, has been biting the dust here the last couple of games specifically. Uh, looks like one goal in their last six games, uh, in that span going, 
one for 18 uh, on the power play. So, so and, and going three, two and one in that span. And we've all, the thing is, is like, this is a very similar team to what we've seen throughout the season. The only difference is I think they were like doing a little bit better defensively in these games, like executing that style of play that they were looking for uh, in that nice little stretch run that they had. Yeah, man. I, again, like literally we're on pace for one of the worst seasons power play wise of all time there for a minute. So like anything is something, the one in 18 is honestly like, like it's not news. Poor guys. I feel <laughs> 10 more games of this. I, I wonder what, I just want to kind of wonder, bleh, I wonder what Vron is thinking after the first game that they had. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay guys, we kind of, we got to, we kind of got something here that it's just a, Malcolm Subban gets a, gets a shutout. Well, it might have been his first career shutout. <laughs> I mean, their 5v5 game, like, wasn't terrible last night. Like, they were still getting chances. But once they got on the power play, like, it was just – there was absolutely nothing going on. And the thing is, too, is that Chicago has the second-worst penalty kill in the league, too. So, when you can't convert against, like that's, – that's what would always frustrate me about, like, the Nashville series is I remember it would always be, like, the – uh, immovable object. What What is it? The immovable, f- unstoppable force being the Red Wings awful PK and the immovable object being the Predators, uh, you know, bad PK. And then the other team always wins. Uh, and, and that has started to show its ugly head again. Yeah. And you know what? That's the story of the season the story. Of the last couple of seasons, um, I I'm more disappointed about Ernie's point streak coming to an end, <laughs> honestly, than I am about the Same. power play not succeeding. <laughs> like I'm going to be honest at this point. Yeah. Eight games though. Uh, still pretty impressive for the earn man. Um, Big time. We, we, we like that streak will go down in history. Like we've talked about it before the uh, moments within the lost seasons that like make, yeah. uh, you know, make them stand out the Mark Stahl, goal game like every time mark Stahl scores like that's that's a moment uh it's the moment of the week i think it pretty literally has been every like moment of the weekend i'm pretty sure every single time Stahl has scored it has been that yeah do you have a a moment of the weekend from last night i think maybe do you have one or no i I sure as heck don't do i i gotta give it to gustav lindstrom for absolutely running over kirby doc insider style because sure. uh, that was pretty sick. It uh, looks like just... him and Verona are pretty tight. There's some cute little videos of them two having being being buddies out there. That's kind of cool. I know. I was thinking like maybe Lynch or you know he may have found his new hand holder, but then Lindstrom oh, right. that wouldn't have been a good partner because he's kind of going up and down. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think he has one yet. Uh, yeah, I don't think is, so either. Which is a bummer because he's been asked about it, and I don't know I, the video I saw. I don't know when it was from, but um, basically he was like, no, not really. So still figuring we gotta out. We got to get on that. Got to get shame. on that. It's a shame. Um, I do want to get to something like about these, like come back down to earth games, because I noticed a, a trend with the Red Wings first loss after a winning streak. And generally speaking, that only counts two game winning streaks. Cause that was all that had happened uh, up until they made uh, their longest winning streak of the season three with the win over the Chicago Blackhawks Let's on go. Thursday night. Uh, we're going to get to that on the other side of this break. First, I got to talk to you guys about Blue Nile. 
Uh, this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, uh, 10 female designers, design masters, uh, girls just want to have fun. Anybody uh, have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement. Mother's Day are simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into our life. And they're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 1010. Uh, if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long. So find them now by searching the words 1010 only at BlueNile.com. Gretzky had it, lost it. Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman moving. Blue line chance. Score! Steve We've got a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, boys, segment two here at Locked on Red Wings. I wanted to bring up something that I've noticed uh, with a couple of these Red Wings uh, winning streaks that have come to an end because I was kind of thinking to myself, like, why – why does it always have to be like this way? It, it feels like it's always this way whenever the, the streak comes to an end. It's not just like a, a hard fought loss. Like, you know, maybe it was a one goal game and then they add the empty netter at the end. Like it's always like a pretty brutal loss. So I was actually looking at their three previous win streaks, all of two games uh, earlier this season so they put two wins together in a row uh, at the end of February against Nashville and Chicago. And they come back out against Chicago, who they hadn't played very well to that point in the season. I think they were 0-4, and they went 1-4 and with that win, and then they get beat 7-2. to uh, Midway through March, they pick up a win over Carolina. They pick up a win over Dallas. Then they get shut out in two straight games and get outscored 12-1 to in their next three. Uh, and then their last winning streak before this uh, this most recent one, they beat, they had that nice series against Columbus. And then they had that game against Florida where uh, they scored like three goals in the opening couple minutes or two goals or whatever it was. And, and it was just never close. And it finished in a four to one loss. It felt like it was much, much worse. Uh, and then they, they lost two in a row after that. And I've started to notice like that as a theme for this team this year. And I, and I think, and I don't know what to think about it because like, it seems like every time, and, and the reason I realize this is because when they were winning yesterday, like I saw somebody joking about the, um, like the hardest practice of the year, like, Oh, Blash will better get ready. Oh, the yeah. hardest practice of the year. And I was like, why is that? Why is that the joke after every winning streak is lost? Yeah. I, I think uh, it's very similar actually to the tigers where like they will go on a little streak. And then, like you said, uh, both of these teams do it. And I think it's kind of like uh, these teams are still so bad that like everything has to go right for them to win games. And the second that not everything goes right, uh, that happens. And it just blows. It's like, it's like trying to hold something together with like all your strength, right? Like you're falling off a cliff. Okay. 
this might seem dramatic, but like you're falling off a cliff and you are trying to hold on for dear life. And then the second your hands, the muscles in your hands give out, you're, you're just falling. You know what I mean? It's like that. Like you're barely hanging on. You're barely keeping your head above water. You're barely winning these games. And then just it all comes back to reality and comes crumbling down. It's a perfect analogy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't even that dramatic. It was perfect. It, uh, it, it doesn't it almost seem like a canned answer at this point. That's going to be like, oh, it's going to be a tough practice. Like, no. Right. This is this. That's what this team is at its core. It's going to have it's, some of its good games. And a lot of bad games. And sadly, when when they're bad games, we get killed. And it's embarrassing. Yeah. Yes. And again, like five on five, not that ugly of a game. Uh, it was just like the when your power when their power play hasn't been working this year, it has just amplified the like it becomes something that like grows exponentially, the the apathy or whatever you want to call it, like towards the power play, like when it, sure you like feel that sense of dread when it, when, when they get a man advantage, because you know, they're not going to convert it. And I wonder how much like the, the actual players feel that way. Like when they're just not scoring on the power play and they know the pressure is just mounting and mounting with each one, like we really got to get one here. Yeah. I, I would imagine that's a thing, right? But like, even at, like at some point it has to not be, Right. Like at Mm -hmm. some point, you just got to look around. You just got to be like, man, maybe like maybe we just suck. You know, like like that's such a I think they know that that's such a right. Exactly. Like that's such a mental like like block. Like and it's not really fair to like the better players on the team that are supposed to like be here through the long haul. But like like at some point, like I feel like it does, you know, it's they start to feel pressure like, okay, we got to score soon. We got to score soon. But. I think at some point you hit a streak, you know, one of 18 and you're just like, okay, maybe this is just like not going to happen. Like, I don't know. Some exciting news. Let's get to some good news. Uh, Lucas Raymond signed his entry level deal uh, with the Red Wings three years starting in 2021, 2022 as the Tigers here uh, get, get Detroit sports and mojo. They snap their, uh, we just scored a run for 23, 23 inning, uh, scoreless streak are you sure i'm pretty sure it's longer than that it's 23 i promise 18 plus 6 it's 23 all right uh (laughs) i promise it's 23 i mean you're the stat guy promise i'm the baseball guy sorry i didn't mean to doubt you um (laughs) five yeah yeah yeah. so yeah lucas raymond signs his entry-level deal uh i i think that pretty much I mean, that does pretty much confirm that he's not going to be playing over here at all. I don't think anybody expected him to, but I had like this, this hope in my heart after talking to uh, Mikhail, who is our RSHL update guy over uh, at Elite Prospects now. He actually just got uh, moved over. He used to be at Dauber, but he's still going to be a regular on the show. Um, but we were, we were kind of talking like the timeline for his return was going to be like right around mid-April. And for Lunda, because of the fact that they slipped and they did end up losing in that first round, uh, are they, yeah, their season's over now. So he could have realistically, like, had they plotted this out and they would have been out of it maybe a little bit earlier, uh, they could have worked something out and, and maybe gotten him over here, uh, gotten him on a rehabbing here in his last couple of weeks. Uh, obviously that did not come into fruition. So, um, kind of a bummer there. Yeah, kind of a bummer. I mean, it's it's still like it's an exciting 
for a season that's had such little like like exciting stuff happen it's cool to see just like the red wings tweet out just like hey raymond like entry level con-, you know what i mean like that's just a cool moment um valeno that i mean that'll be fun yep. you know once he's on the ice that'll be that honestly that'll be one of the most fun moments of the entire season to be honest with you i mean that that's gonna be sweet and yeah cider like that's you know that yeah so like even even though it, it doesn't mean he's coming over right away or we're seeing him it's it's cool for for raymond at least to, just a cool thing to be like hey like we did sign him you know i don't know a step like, has been taken right exactly um you guys think he'll start the year in europe next year or is he gonna be an ahl player i he'll play in the ahl i think a probably yeah yeah that's why they um, signed him. I think that's why they signed him. Yeah, that's why they signed him to the deal. Because there would be no purpose in signing him and then not bringing him over. Anyways, uh, Scott mentioned Joe Valeno. He got put on the taxi squad, so he could be making his season debut realistically uh, anytime now. Hopefully, uh, or he was dealing with a concussion, like kind of towards the end of things. Um, I, I think he suffered it like during the the last couple weeks of the season there. Uh, but he did have a pretty productive season. He did make some pretty uh, strong advancements in his game based on everything that we've heard. Uh, 20 points in 46 games on top of uh, developing some more two-way ability and, and stuff like that. So excited to see him for, I was thinking like as much as the season has like sucked and uh, at times been a complete drag between Verona and uh, Valeno and, you know, just any other young guys that, that come up, Lindstrom, Chalowski, like there are reasons to watch this team down the stretch. Unfortunately, it's not like there's, you know, 30 games left in the season. There's only 10. Um, so. Yeah, no, it, I, it, but I mean, again, like w- with how long these, this season has felt from a, from a competitive standpoint. Um, anytime you can get uh, a kid like that, a, a kid who actually could be here for the long haul, a, a piece of the future up here. I mean, that's, that's exciting. So I, yeah, like you said, even though there's only 10 games left, I hope we see him a hell of a lot in those 10 games. That'd be fun. Over under on how many games he plays. Whoa. We're doing over unders <laughs> in the next segment, buddy. Jump in the gun. Seriously, bro. Uh, I got to talk to the people about Built Bar. Come on, Ethan. Uh, Built Bar is the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. We've been telling you guys about it for a while now. I uh, I actually ordered a new box of Built Bars last weekend. I got the lemon almond cheesecake. I just had to re-up. Uh, I've been going to the gym lately and pumping that iron after Ethan made that comment uh, on, the, on the podcast last week uh, that you know, it was kind of hurtful. Uh, so I've been trying to, trying to get back in shape, get ready for summer, getting ready to uh, go out on the beach, uh, go up North, do all those sorts of fun things. And built bar is going to help me do that because they are great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And it certainly is delicious because all of the bars are covered in hundred percent chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. Just go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use our promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also got to talk to you guys today about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over. College basketball 
might be over, but the NHL and the NBA are just getting started. Uh, if you saw Taylor Halt completely turning his season around uh, within this first couple of games in Boston, started throwing down a little bit of money on him to score, you could be uh, a little bit rich. If you've been, uh, heck, we didn't even talk about this. We got to get to this in segment three before we get to over-unders. Uh, Anthony Mantha, if you've been been taking the uh, over-under half a goal per game on that, if you've been taking the over, you've been getting a rich man, and you can do all this at Bet Online. They've got real-time updated odds and props and almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online even has you covered for the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Darren McCarty comes back with Neiman in front of him. McCarty draws. McCarty in. McCarty Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, boys, segment three here at the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Uh, a problem member of the Locked On Podcast Network. We had our biggest week ever last week. I know I mentioned it kind of at the end of the show there, but just wanted to say a big thank you to everybody who's been tuning in, who checked out our coverage during the uh, trade deadline, all the craziness that was going on. It was a, it was a fun week to be a Red Wings fan for the first time in a long time between the three-game winning streak, the deadline transactions, uh, and hopefully we can keep the magic rolling. Uh, we're going to do some over-unders to close out the show. Uh, nice little fun, easy way to close out the Monday. Uh, I think we should start with this. All right, so the Washington Capitals have – 10 games left in their season. Anthony Mantha has four goals in four games uh, since joining Washington in the trade uh, earlier last week. How many goals or what over under four and a half goals for Anthony Mantha in the last 10 games of the season? So they'll either finish with eight or nine since joining the Capitals to close the year. Uh, hmm. I'm going to take the under, but I'm going to take the under it, be, it being like four. I'm going to take the slight under. I'll take the over. I think I'll take the over too. Because uh, just with the amount of like power play time he's getting and being opposite of Ovechkin when, oh, everybody, and when everybody's best. watching him like – he looks so good, oh, man. He looks so good. He looks so good. He's getting he's getting space to do to be Anthony Mantha, which is that slow, like stalking, like shot finding yeah. when he gets the puck like, in space. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's more like methodical. Like he just uses his body. He he knows uh, how he can protect the puck when there's not like somebody immediately bringing down him when the opponent knows that they have to actually account for other players on the ice. Like they did not have to when playing the Red Wings uh, with Mantha on the power play uh, because nobody moves on Detroit's power play. So um, just, I think just that freedom to be able to, to create and get a little bit of space before he lets that shot go. Like we are truly seeing what that shot looks like when he has, has more time to create because of the guys around him. Looks really good. I'm very, very happy for him. Very happy for him. Yeah, same. Uh, Over, under. Oh, (laughs) over, under three and a half Jacob Veronica goals for the rest of the year. 
so I'm going to take the under because he plays for the Red Wings now. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of on the same book there. It's yeah. I'm going to go the other. I, I think the goal he scored is that, I mean, I think that's like easily one of the top three, if not the top moment, like of the entire season, to be honest. But like, just that's you think so. Of, I would, I would 100% agree with that. I think so. I, I think I, I like going through, like, I would be pressed to find another moment that was like, the Gagne thing was a cool anomaly, but like at, for like, but it was Red a Wings, right. It's, it, it's it was like, whatever, like, <laughs> like anything Ernie's done is kind of in similar, like a little more, I guess, but like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think the variety. I don't know. Is, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like if you include, be- there's like, not too many like Ernie moments specifically. When Larkin got the C like maybe, but like, yeah, I don't that know. Doesn't like count. since, right. Since night one, I think Larkin, it's probably the Veronica. Larkin spanking Bertuzzi. Right, Bertuzzi. Yeah. Like put, two games in Put him out for the Who year. Who like maybe plays for the Red Wings still? Yeah. By the way. Nobody, yeah. That, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. We should dig yeah. into that at some point this week. Yeah. Not a bad we idea. Do some speculating. Uh, <laughs> conspiracy got, theory yeah. who, who, who's got another over under he's in like fucking cancun or something <laughs> <laughs> probably Just ditched uh I mean, if he's over... done for the year why would you stick around i wouldn't yeah Sorry. over under um red wings wins just straight up uh over under what am i gonna say uh three and a half i'm gonna take the over Oh, I'm taking the over on Verona too. Uh, oh, okay. Just oh. because I'm, I want to root for something exciting. Uh, uh. And when he scores, like I don't know if you guys like went back and watched his highlight reels, but like when he scores, it's so pretty. And and, and the, his breakaway goal was a, a very good demonstration of that, to where he just came in and just pew, like just the release. It was so dude. man. It was oh, so man. cool. It was exciting. It was so anyways, cool. anyways. Anyways, getting a little excited here. We have uh, a goal score on the Red Wings. Uh, I'm going to take the over on three and a half wins too, just because um, I don't know why. Just it, literally blind, <laughs> blind optimism. Hey, let's let's get some a couple of wins. I, I don't think they're going to win too many games down the stretch, but I'd be surprised if they kind of just completely flounder and fall into the tank uh, altogether. Yeah, if, if there's anything I know about the Red Wings at the end of the season is they start lighting the lamp. So I'll I'll, I'll take the over. All right, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. I'll take the slight under. I'll take like three wins. Do you have one, Ethan? Yeah. How how many games does Joe Valino play this year? Oh, uh, we'll yeah. Say that, we'll say we'll put it at two and a half. I hope the over. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I think we all do. Um. I don't understand a point of like of making him like available and then like just not playing him like in the current situation where him. I don't really understand. Yeah, I kind of just throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks at this point, right? Though. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Just... Why not? Um, Ethan, yeah, yeah. do you have one uh, or one more? We're we gonna hit the tankathon spin. Um. Yeah. Okay. I do have one more. Um. The amount of. Thomas Grice overcommit. A million. Uh, wait, I actually have a really good. I I actually have a really good uh, hypothetical, or maybe not really good. That's that's toot my own horn a little bit. I do like your Thomas Grice question, but the answer is a billion. Um, 
Would you rather get screwed in the lottery and end up picking like seventh or eighth or ninth or not getting, not getting screwed, but like falling the max amount again and getting to complain about that while also getting the opportunity to take Jesper Wallstad at a justifiable position, or would you rather win the draft lottery in a meaningless year to do so? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't mind taking him in this draft at like seven. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all in on it. I love, I loved high drafted goalies. It's my and favorite. I, Let's I also do it. love like getting to complain. Like, like there's always <laughs> like the part of me that like roots for them to get screwed. So then it can be like, ah, why does, why does Gary Bettman hate us? Detroit first everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Uh, anything else before we uh, ski daddle here? Uh, wrap up this Monday edition of Lockdown Red Wings. I got nothing. All right. Nada. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Me at Nolan Bianchi. Scotty Bentley at Bentley Scotty. And our friend Ethan at Ethan Smith. Uh, tomorrow. I have no idea what we're going to do. Tomorrow, I think we're going to. Uh, we'll probably do a brief recap on the, uh, the Stars and. Red Wings game. Uh, it starts at 7.30. Uh, we'll do a brief recap on that and probably move into to some other stuff that's more uh, long-term. So we'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.